Outlaws Rock, Dio. The double M, Dubs. Dubs is here with me per huge. Right. We got a great uh, interview later with Lee Christian. That's right. He's always a good guy to talk to. Cross that pond, that big pond. Always got something going on, that guy. Yeah, he's a really, he's got a lot of love for music. He loves he's like, music. like, not only is he creating his own stuff, but then he's got the other stuff he produces and everything. That's so, right. Like, he's doing That's all, cool. you know, art, musicians. It's all a good time. This show is our day before Christmas Eve show. And it's it? very punk. It's very punk rock heavy. Oh man, Evie. yeah. Because I wanted, I I was thinking like, you know, what says, you know, like everything isn't really punk rock during Christmas. That's true. It's very like tacky. It's not the most punk rock holiday. It really is not. Halloween, no. the most punk rock holiday on the, you know, ever. probably the most, probably the most punk rock. Yeah. Uh, however. You know, we got to do some punk rock and I want it to be on Christmas because it makes you like if you're it, but this. Here's the balance of the force. Okay. The yin yang. Yeah. You're going it. You're driving in your car and all you're hearing is like the and there's nothing wrong with the Christmas classics. I love them. But like sure. you're hearing a lot of those. Then you listen to this show. Totally different tempo. Yeah, yeah, and that helps people. You know, it's ba- you're right. The balance is a is a true virtue. Balance. So you're getting bombarded by that, yep. and then you listen to this. It's fresh. It balances it all out, and it, and then you're allowed to go. And then you can listen to more Christmas music and feel balanced. That's right. It's the exhaust pipe for your mental like stability. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and it's got you- one of those things that makes it look like lights are coming out. Ever seen that's those? That's fucking cool. Like the floor light, the floor <laughs> kit. Uh, yeah, that's that shit. The neon kit. Love that shit. I think every car should have a neon kit, and then it would look like the future. Yeah, Blade Runner. What you know? But just little... I don't even give a shit if it's an old. Like I saw a guy driving them, and it was really like pristine condition. Like an it must have been a nineteen eighty something Lincoln Town car. Oh, it was gigantic. That. Oh, if you, put, if you put lights underneath it, neon lights, it looked like it was floating, man. That's right. Now, how I'm just saying, cool. if you put if every car had neon lights under it at nighttime, it would look like Blade Runner. That's right. If you kit anything, <laughs> put a kit on a fucking Ford fucking doesn't matter. Focus. Yeah. <laughs> a Cutlass Sierra. It doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> a fucking it looks Camry. Like a future car. Yeah. A fucking old school Camry from like 2008. Like, doesn't matter. Same looks the same as a Tesla at night with with a kid on with the <laughs> with the neons. Oh shit! No one knows. I just Ubered in a Tesla yesterday. Oh my god! It's like like dry. It, like you're flying. It, yeah. It's like flying. It's weird. That's why I think people drive so shitty in them is because they forget that they're even driving. That's absolutely. You know, he was a terrifying driver, man. I thought yeah, they drive crash. real bad. I don't know why they drive so bad. It's it's upsetting. You know, it's upsetting. I don't know. <clears throat> they took they the mantle try. from the Prius drivers. They did. They took that title for sure. They were like, you guys, nothing compared to us. Look at the size of the screen. I'm never looking at the fucking road again. <laughs> I can go 110 in fucking two seconds. Cool. cool. I don't even know if I need to be driving this right now. I'm just going to take my hands off the wheel. 
Like it'll work it out. Tesla will figure it out. <laughs> Tesla. Siri, tell Tesla to figure it out. Heal Tesla. Heal Tesla. <laughs> Just made it. <laughs> Shit. Punk rock show. Punk rock Christmas show. We're starting off with the crime scene cleaners. Mental health city. And then after that, the nuts from our buddy Tommy Lee Cool with their track, Filth. Check them out right now. It's uh, Christmas and the holiday. Mental capacity, mental health city. Mental capacity, mental health city. Mental capacity, mental health city. Mental capacity. Yeah, thing you say you were trapped inside. Avoid the reality in your mind. The deeper we go, the sealer we find. Another day you play with a can of wine. Live for the sickness, food's out of date. You're a long time dead. Don't wanna wait a minute A pleasure doming as you fight or flight I heard an artificial sleep last night A paranoid in crowded spaces Cut me open and I, I never hear There's a fractured dream that is forced upon you Looking for a helpline, losing your capacity Mental capacity, mental health city Mental capacity, mental health city Mental capacity, mental health city Mental capacity
I think it's better than most. Yeah. I you know what pissed me off? off it. Yeah, I was I was in a store and they're playing that like religious those religious songs. That pisses me off. And like you're playing fucking Silent Night's fine, but like uh Yeah, some oh, of them are okay. Oh Holy Night, that's fucked up. I don't just, think- listen, just bring it down a level and give us yeah. the fucking give us the you know the fun pop Christmas hits. Yeah, give me some wham, give me some fucking I don't know. listen. Yeah, like give yeah, get in there. Yeah, like, Bono. Get those very special Christmas albums and just play them all straight through. Yeah. Little Christmas in Harlem by Run DMC. That's Come such on. a good song, dude. Temptation. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. So good. Die Hard uh, soundtrack, man. Dude, I'm telling you. Christmas those and albums, Hollis. Hollis if you Queen. guys, if, if people out there have not invested in the very, they're called a very special Christmas and all the proceeds were given to food for children or uh-huh. shelter or something. I feel stupid. I don't remember, but I, I bought that. all of them. I love that. That's fucking cool. And now I've over time. I think I only have two left. Hey, it's like the, you know, it's like the rock and uh, temple of doom. You got one of them. Yeah. You got I was listening to, I was listening to very special Christmas album one, which is red in my car in the summer, not this summer. It was summers when I parked my car outside in California and it destroyed it. Yeah. It just destroyed it. I went out there and looked at it and it looked like uh, ripples. Right. And I was like, oh man, not very special Christmas. Yep. And that was in the summer though. Maybe it was something I was not supposed to be. Maybe I was getting involved in things I can't possibly understand. May, I mean, maybe or the ozone layer is just, hey, fuck it. You know, I'm just like, saying maybe the ghosts of Christmas, whatever. We're like, hey, what are you doing playing that in the summer? Ass hat. <laughs> it's festive enough in the summer. That's right. Yeah. You brought the ass hat in there, too. You just you get you got my Chuckies, my chuckles. Right just there. gave it. I gave it a straight Jericho. Yeah, that's right. You just Jericho. An ass clown is even ass more clown. is even better. So good. So good. Sometimes. There's performers out there that just say stuff, but it like locks into your head. Like it just sticks right in your brain and you end up saying it all. the time. Like I use ass clown ass hat all the time. Yeah. I mean, right. Like, you know, read from a 70s show, like a uh, dumbass, like that. Everyone says dumbass, you know, but the way he's back. I, yeah. Clarence. Oh, he's back. What's his fucking name? Clarence Boddicker. No, I, that's I, the character from RoboCop. That's the character from RoboCop, which was amazing, dude. Oh, my God. The cop. One of the greatest himself. villains of all time. Of all time. Yeah. He's like, he's like, maybe he's definitely top five. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, exactly. Uh, what is that? Uh, the boat. I think he was great, too. He was great. What is that boat movie called? What is that? I can't movie? remember right now, but I know what you're talking about. And he was great. Steven Seagal. Right. Yep. Exactly. When he was when he was like when he was under three hundred pounds, <laughs> yeah. under not. I mean, the greatest of all time is is Hans Gruber. Oh my God! From yeah. Die Hard. Yeah, Merry Christmas. You know the absolute sure. best action movie bad guy ever. Absolutely. I, I, you, no one will ever change my mind on that. You do have a Warriors poster, but he's such a prick. He doesn't really do anything. And uh, he's you know, good, though. Awesome. Yeah. The, the but Hans hand. Hans took it to a whole new level. They he grabbed blew. themselves a real actor. 
Yep. Of like and a he fucking... came in and played this twisted and the whole plot. Like you needed someone who could act yeah. to to give because honestly, Bruce Willis not much of an actor in those days. He 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 was. He's still, you know, like you know, yeah. 20 years down, he really wasn't ever. I mean, like Tarantino brought it out of him, but no, you're right. So you grab freaking Alan Rickman, who's an absolute monster as an actor, and he just I mean, it was really you almost were rooting for him because he was just so evil. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you, you feel like fuck the cops and like, what is this fucking, you know, guy is brutalizer doing? Let's let the let's let that weird East German win fucking for once. <laughs> let's give him a W. All right? he's just here for the money. Yeah. He's just robbing. I mean, you did shoot a guy in the face. He was a corporate Spoiler. guy. He was a corporate guy. Corporate guy. Spoiler alert. I guess it just all depends on who's watching the movie. That's true. Who That's you true. choose as heroes. How very punk rock. <laughs> Shock balls. One step closer and failure to conform with whiskey in my blood. Check them out.
Form whiskey in my blood and shock balls with one step closer. That's a premiere of the shock balls. Shock balls. It's actually a premiere of the nuts, too. And actually, you know what? <laughs> it's a premiere of crime scene cleaners, too. I forget because, you know, I do the list and then I just am promoting the show. So I'm not thinking about the list. And then here we are. I got the list. I do the list early in the week. It's the end of the week. I'm looking at the list. It's kind of fresh to me again. Oh, I like that. All right. Does that, it good? Is. Does that feel good? When it you... does. It does. Yeah. I do forget. Occasionally, I do forget some facts. It's like just a couple pieces, some tidbits maybe that I had in my head I was going to say, and I don't remember those usually. But I'll write them down someday. Or, we'll, or, or you know, when we're in a studio, I'm sure they have an intern that could do something like that for me. Interns like that, that I could text text at four fifteen in the morning when I can't sleep with an idea I have. Hey, you got some clerical work for you for you. you know, write this down. Yeah. No, write it down. Yeah, write it down. Don't type it. Write it down. What's up, dickhead? Uh, welcome. Come on, intern four. Yeah. I would just name them by how many I've gone through. Yeah, numerical clerical workers for you. And yeah. they'd think, actually, I'd just call them number, just like they'd think it was like a slipknot thing, but it isn't. Yeah, it's definitely it's just not. a lot of them. There's a lot of turnover. Yeah, yeah. We in can't. Non paid position. <laughs> no more names. Yeah. It's not worth it. Big Jim's wild card for episode 255 is our buddy's scroll keeper. Oh, wow. Trapped 
this track is epic. They're back in the fucking game, bro. Dude, epic metal. It's like seven minutes and 40 seconds. Wow. It's so fast. It goes by so fast, like a, you know, like a good, like the, like the bands of yesteryear, like the, well, they're still going, but I mean, like Maiden and shit. You're listening yeah. to a seven minute song, felt like a three minute song, because there was so much to it, so but it all on. flowed so well. That's what you got here. That's beautiful. Scroll Keeper, Shadow Dancing, Big Jim's Wild Card. Here it is.
Peeper, Shadow Dancing, Big Jim's Wild Card. And now we're up to uh, tracks from last and other previous shows that are on the top. That's not a top 10. It's just 10 songs. Yeah. I just corrected myself. The list. list. Yeah, it's not in order. There's no order to it other than I have to put numbers on there for my own sanity. (laughs) But they could be anything. I could do alphabets. Oh, that's true. Alphabet letters. A song, B song, C song. I choose not to, though. They do that at radio stations, don't they? Like A. I mean, it's probably a. a good idea. I mean, you sure. know, and they used to do it in them their libraries. Yeah, A like here's A one, and it's just you know Bing Crosby. Right? Yeah, it's all Bing Crosby, <laughs> but just outtakes of him like smacking motherfuckers around. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Bing just put Bing. his foot through the drums. Bing's foot's in the drums. Now he's, now it's just his shoe. His foot's out, but his shoe's still in there. Bing kicked the kick. He kicked it. Bing kicked it. Riot After Midnight, Yours All Night, The Dev, Hell Bent, and then Fail Safe, Burn It to the Ground, right now, where the outlaws are. Yeah.
Safe, burn it to the ground. The dev hell bent and riot after midnight. Yours all night. Two more on the set list for episode 355. Started off real punk rock, yeah, and then it went to more rock, but it's very punk rock heavy on the top, yeah, totally. Right? Yeah, it's like a yeah, visually, it's it's like a, if, if a hammer. It's a visual, uh, yeah, like a visualizer for like. like music. If I were visualizing how, if I was like, it's as heavy, top heavy with as with punk rock as a hammer. I love that. Look. See, yeah. that looks, yeah, I can see it. I can see it slamming down, just boom, just with the punk rock riffs. Love it. Blind perception erased by time, and then wrapping it up for the holiday season and punk rock, Kittenhead with Fa La La. This is the song. This is the Christmas song this year. Song of the season, brother. And we got to play it, I think, every single week of December. I know. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, that was that was good timing. So, you know, it's a little happy, happy uh, holiday Christmas last of the set list song vibe that we're giving you. Happy punk. Happy punk, miss. Yeah, happy punk, miss, motherfucker. I have the machine gun now.
Scars that can't be erased by, erased by 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up, buddy? The, the worst thing is I have to do it for normal conversations on Zoom. And no, I'm Skype enjoying stuff, it. But it's really weird. I feel <laughs> like, like we're, it's like actually a... actually an interview. At least this is actually an interview. Most times it's just to have a chat with a friend and I'm there, like, holding the mic. <laughs> it makes everything so formal. <laughs> I didn't know we were having a professional chat for fun. Yeah, no, that's good. It's good. You've got one, so now at least you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want you to Mine's feel not like hooked up. Mine's not hooked up though. It doesn't go. Oh, it's anywhere. just to look good. It's yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> it goes right into like a donut. It's got. There's nothing to it. It's like a fucking crawler is on the other side. Ah, of but like you should plug, you should take something out of the donut and you'll see what kind of sound you get. That's. <laughs> That's, That's my stuff. next album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lee, how's everything going on, man? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, oh wow. If you'd asked me a while back, like you know, summer, I would have been like roaring and on top of it because we were like everything was like clear sailing and um and yeah, I know end of summer I, I lost my job and then a month later my dad died. So it's been raw being yeah. honest uh yeah so but um you know i just poured myself into i'd already i've been working on this album for like two years i started it in like 2020 with having a couple of bits of music couple of bits of lyrics already kind of ready for it or whatever and um and then obviously it was just going to be like a diary one one album a year i was just going to do like one album whatever happened in that year chuck it together and album, release them as singles through the thing and you know collect it together at the end of the year and each year it'd be a diary and then yeah, COVID happened and everything went like, do you know what I mean? I And I wrote so much, like so much material and a load of it was quite specifically geared around, you know, stuff that happened around that time. So that became like this album. I've actually got like, you know, albums like, I, they need work, they need tweaking and finishing and stuff like that. But I've got maybe between three and five albums like backed up now of stuff do you know what i mean so, so this is the stuff this is the stuff that was about like that time you know the kind of like from pretty much you know just when covid hit until kind of just you know a little while ago i know in america you've still got quite a lot of um in england it's almost a bit gone and forgotten now in a strange way um yeah they actually just i just read that they were thinking about in los angeles here to have to reinstate they were th talking about having us do the masks again i still wear one when i go to like big public places like the grocery store only because like man wouldn't that be the shittiest way to get covid like how'd you get covid oh, i was buying a loaf of fucking bread yeah like that's not worth it if you're out partying with your buddies at the bar yeah, and getting yeah. pissed off Amen. At least you're like, yeah, but wasn't that fun though? You know yeah, I mean? well, that's like, it's weird you say that actually because on uh, in uh, this time last year, I threw a gig, a Christmas gig for Quick Fix, like just for whoever could make it. And obviously, it was height of it was like you know in between lockdowns and you know and and uh, literally the day before the gig uh, when it was already booked and everything was sorted. Do you know what I mean? Um, uh, Boris Johnson said, everybody stay in. <laughs> it's like, don't go out this weekend. And it's like, oh, really? My weekend. Like, you know. And yeah, and we and those of us who did bother all got COVID. So, you know, like we're talking band promoters, DJ. Wow. <laughs> I think the DJ may have given us. Yeah, yeah. Probably. It was one of those <laughs> what they they call in the paper. They always say in the paper here, a super spreader. Like 
it, I mean, which is, it's, I just hate shit like that because it's like, you're almost giving it, like, I don't even want to fucking acknowledge it enough. Can you to buy one of those? Yeah, yeah. Sounds you know, like something like, you use in your garden, doesn't it? It just sucks. Yeah. That's all. It's just a shitty thing that happened to humans and hopefully yeah. we can get through it. Like I said, I still wear one, but like, it doesn't really bother me. But when I go to the bar with my friends, or I did, I don't wear one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's times and places like I, I'm still um, tempted every so often on um, on travel, you know, like on a plane, oh, sure. etc. Um, and when we go to still, when you go to the doctors or the dentist, you still have yes. to wear one. So, so you know, so so it's not gone, 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 but it's just out of out of sight, out of mind. I think for a lot of people, but it's not the album's not just about that, but also if you remember, like tons of crazy stuff all happened just continuously for quite a long time yeah whether it be governmental or whether it be you know um to do with uh protests and for sure it was it was insanity um uh, identity politics and you know like just like so much fighting basically do you know what i mean and so i just was like like, it was like reading the the start of a sci-fi novel yeah i mean like this is how we end yeah, I know. Yeah, we would, it's still kind of playing out a little. I don't want to write it off. Do you know what I mean? It's still playing out pretty badly, isn't it? So, so I think like, we're on an upswing, though. I think I we're on to, an upswing. It's on an uptick. Like, that's why like I it had is. To draw a line on the album because otherwise, if you keep writing, it'll become like a document of the end times, and it'll, you'll have to put it out on the last day of Earth. Do you know what I mean? And then nobody will get to hear it. So I figured, well, I'll I'll draw a line here, and then I'll write about the next batch of stuff after that. <laughs> and there will be there will be a new batch. But you know what? Eventually, Lee, what the fucking goal is here is that a batch of shit you're writing about is like this new uh, uprising of these really awesome artists that inspire you, like inspire, like you're like we just look around and we're like, well, shit, we turn that around, and you write about that. That's the hope. Well, hopefully we don't have to keep writing about more freaking tragedy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's tough. It's a lot easier to write about. I mean, not every song on the um, on the record is unhappy or whatever. Like some of them have a, like a comedic look sure. at things. And some of them are just kind of like making the best out of things and, you know, uh, talking about things that matter during a time or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So like yeah. it's not all miserable, but uh, there's even some sarcastic happiness on it. Do you know what I mean? So, That's always good. But, like. But um, but I think it's it is easier to write um, for me at least, like from a kind of anti or depressive or like yeah. the negative things. I don't know whether it's because I'm maybe because I'm a '90s kid. Do you know what I mean? Like I think that I think that's it's it's in you and that for sure. It's like what we grew up. It's what was. It, it's like we marinated it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, so there's always this part of, you know, you're kind of always yeah, 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 a yeah. little bit like well, yeah, I mean, you. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because the the world kind of it's it sways on these pendulums. And if yeah. you're someone who doesn't really fit at all, then you find yourself uneasy, no matter what the temperament is, which is a really weird place to find yourself. Because you go, oh, it's oh, it's me. Like, I just don't, like, no matter how far we go, you know, right or how far we go left, there's always a bit where, there's a bit where I'm like, oh, everybody's, is this going to be okay? And then there's always these bits where it's like, oh, I'm uncomfortable now. Do you know what I mean? We've we've gone 
you know, a bit too far this way. And either way, yeah. it feels like whenever it feels like bullying from either way, like there's a yes. where it suddenly goes into the, you know, not to be too Captain America about it, but like, I don't like bullies. Do you know what I mean? So right. as soon as it goes into the point where you feel like oh, someone's being bullied here, there's like, you know, I feel like uncomfortable. And so I find Me that too. a really easy place to write from though. Do you know what I mean? It's like, a, you know, I mean, I think that that place is almost like, the curse of the artist like an artist always it's always like that kind of like i it's there's very little peace because you're always finding that thing and then that thing you write about uh yeah. whatever it may be like you know like it, it may not even be something like if you're a comedy writer it may be about standing in line at a coffee shop or whatever it may be you, yeah. you're always looking for the yeah, that or, thing that usually or, people yeah, just the, go with the, the flow. The falling down, the falling down. You know, whoever wrote that movie, do you know what I mean? Like that yes. kind of where it's like, oh right, you're the like, it's the guy who you kind of like you sympathize with, but he's he he doesn't fit, and then and then he on those stories they go off on some kind of like, oh no, where's this gone? Kind of thing. Like, but right. Well, what but, you hope is like with an artist, you just create. Yeah. Yeah. Creator destroyer. That's, key, isn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the artist. It's a creator destroyer situation. And unfortunately, if you have an artist brain and you really, really do, you either constantly want to be creating or you kind of want to destroy. <laughs> yeah, even you know? if it's yourself, sometimes yourself. Do you know what I mean? That can absolutely. Be it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be, you know, a glass window somewhere throwing something through it. Yeah, it could yeah, be your, yeah. Your you could be I'm, your ears. Yeah, yeah. You're like yeah, I fucking yeah, hate yeah. my ears. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? And then when you're older, you go, please, ears. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm sorry. I didn't know what I was doing. It's the you whole repent. body. The whole body's like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm sorry. Needs. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. You know? <laughs> We're all friends. We're all friends here in this aging body. Did we, last time you were on, did we play, um, do we do vinyl tape CD? No, no, I'd love to do this. Let's do this. Okay, I so all it is, and it's just it's just because I think it's very interesting what artists listen to. So it's the first, and whatever you bought with your money, or you or you ripped it, or you nicked it. Do you guys still say nicked it over there? <laughs> sure. You've got a lot of words for stealing. <laughs> so do we. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we learned that from you guys, I think, back in the day. We were like, hmm. Like it. Let's do that we kept a lot. Sending over people here. Away. We kept sending people away. So I'm assuming they were the ones who were nicking stuff. <laughs> so it's Australia. We know they that. They totally were. <laughs> they totally were. So it's the first <laughs> the first piece of vinyl you ever uh bought. It has got. to be yeah, with I your can hands. Tell you that like it has sure. to be like you liked it enough where you had to get no, it. No, I can remember I, I remember that hundred percent. it's um the Michael Jackson Man in the Mirror seven inch. And it had the uh, it had the normal version, then it had the instrumental on the back, and and on the artwork it had the lyrics. So it was like your starter karaoke kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like it's everything yeah. that you need. You all you had to do was learn it, and then you could sing it along to it with the words on the back. And it was like almost like a singer's starter kit. So oh, absolutely. So yeah, so, so, yeah, so that, that was, was the first seven inch I ever bought with my own with my own hard trash. Still yeah, yeah, it's, it's still a good song. Yes, yeah, well, it's a classic song, really, isn't it? You know, yeah, and a good, good message at the core as well. 
they played a lot during Christmas. So like, yeah, that, that makes sense. All the ding, 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 ding. And then so you don't walk by the, the charitable. It's like People it's are, talking about that cold. Yeah, turn up the winter coat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's you know when someone then you walk by like the Salvation Army guy and you feel guilty and then you really have to yeah, give yeah. him money because of the Michael Jackson song. He's yeah, still working I think with it's magic. Good. I think it's good. Yeah, good. It He's is. still working with magic. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, uh, like I think it's interesting. I don't want to go into a deep like Michael Jackson thing or whatever, but I right. think it's interesting that a lot of the uh, you know um, pillarized people are actually. A lot of the time, people who seem to have this like at their core, just this kind of quite innocent message. And it's like almost like I don't think they're necessarily equipped for when these people come after them because there's a certain naivety of like, why would you what would you want? Do you know what I mean? So I get yep. like it's like Man in the Mirror. They're a very good um, little kind of like signifier of like you know he could have been putting out anything and there's a lot of music of its time that was a lot more salacious or a lot more trying to oh, yeah instead of you know put out positive messages and i don't know if i like necessarily i don't know what i write like i think i'm putting out positive messages through weirdly kind of anti way like i'm well, more sure. hand solo more hand solo than luke skywalker if you know what <laughs> right, I mean? right 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 <laughs> But, you know, there's something about that. And I think Prince is, you know, Prince is like a more Han Solo than Luke Skywalker, you know, but they're both totally. good guys. And Michael Jackson's just plain, you know, wide-eyed, innocent Luke Skywalker. I'll do the good thing. Do you know what I mean? And Absolutely. Whereas Prince is just giving you like little red Corvette and stuff. And you're yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'll I get in the flyway. Uh, I don't I'll know get... if I'll ever be adult enough to really understand Prince's music. <laughs> I think he's just that much more advanced think, than you when it comes to I think to it, might have, it might have um, advanced me a few years, yeah. a few fast, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, seriously. Uh, all right, what was the first, now the first tape, and a single also counts because uh, uh, I had a lot of those. Yeah, I know. First, first cassette, well, the I, um, the I was ever bought with my first ever Walkman was a, called The Hits Tape, 1984. And that was like a compilation that had like, it had billboard short version of purple rain it had um uh thriller ghostbusters uh, oh. body, body by the jacksons uh let's hear it from the boy for the boy by denise williams hell yeah uh, uh from the footloose uh, freedom by wham careless whisper Ooh. by george michael um i'm trying to think what else uh, uh meatloaf um something by meatloaf give me all your loving by zz top um there wasn't much rock on it. Um, Paul Young and Alison Moye all cried yeah. out by Alison Moye. Um, yeah, that's about it. Anyway, that's like mo most, I've told you most of the tape. I think that was a good one. That's a great one. That's That was a great one. It's a good start. It's a good starter. It's a good starter. And then, um, especially with Ghostbusters, Purple Rain, and Thriller on one, on one tape. What do you want? Do you know what I mean? Um, and then the first thing I ever bought with, well, then I bought with like, I asked my parents, oh, can I have that? Was bad because I developed quite the Michael Jackson thing. And then the first thing I ever got with like that, I went into a shop that my parents didn't listen to or anything like that was in excess kick. And oh. I remember I was into that. Like and, and Tremendous my, everybody album. had to, everybody had to grow to like that because I liked it, if you know what I mean, as opposed to, things that were already floating about. Like, we had a lot of good music floating about in my house. Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, Mojo, yeah, me too. Um, uh, you know, Roxy Music, um, yeah. Smokey Robinson. Like, 
tons of great stuff. So I wasn't starved of good music, but you know what I went and like brought in to there that went on the tape player and everybody had to listen to because of me. First one was in excess, I would say. Oh, and it's and such a good album. There's so many hits on it. Almost everything on it was a hit. Have you ever seen, um, there's a weird thing on YouTube where Beck and friends recreate the whole album and nope. it's in a day. They like, they do this project where they recreate an album in a day, just however they can or whatever. I think it's in a day. It's either it's in a week. I might have fast forwarded it. Even if. But yeah, they do. They do like a, a little version of everything, basically. And yeah, it's really good. And obviously, I love Beck anyway. So you know, it's great to yeah, he's see amazing. Him do that is like such a oh wow out of like. Uh, so I met Beck. I, um, when I met him, uh, I had backstage passes for Leeds Festival in England, and uh, yep. I was writing about met loads of people. Uh, Deftones at the drive-in, oh. um, tons of people. Um, sure, but sure. anyway. Um, I'm chatting with um, DJ Swamp, who's Beck's DJ, backstage and getting on really well. But then Beck comes along and I I grew up like working on a four track. And then, you know, Beck, obviously that first album, he used to do loads of like little indie stuff on four track. And then that first yeah, album yeah. was on a four track. So that's hugely inspirational to me. Like he was a, he was like the young prince. You can almost. No, totally. Yeah. Him, yeah. You know what I mean? Similar to like Trent Reznor, the way that like, uh, like you found out he did everything himself more or less and just cheated with like technology and stuff. You're like, oh, right. So you don't have to be like Prince level genius on every instrument to actually do that. You can. So like between Beck and Nine Nails, I feel like they really like opened up doors for me, especially like doing because I've always been a solo artist. Even when I've been in bands, I've always been obviously recording the first thing was me recording tunes, if you know what I mean. So, sure. so yeah. So, so um, when I see Beck, it's Midnight Vultures era. He's like the coolest he's maybe ever been. And he's, yeah. and he's like kind of like a young Jagger, like skinny and big hair and, you know, like, and yeah, anyway, he's walking along. He's got an entourage of 30, 40 people. I'm not kidding. Like literally 30, 40 people. And he, I start talking to him. I put, I leave DJ Swamp. He doesn't mind because he realizes he gets it. Do you know what I mean? But I'm walking backwards, practically moonwalking, chatting with Beck as he's walking along to his bus or whatever. Then we get close to the bus and Beck just stops and just continues talking with me, like just us two in this conversation. And everybody around him just stops. And there's this kind of like murmuring of like, why are we all stopping? And kind of like, and there's all these people just waiting for Beck to kind of finish talking with me. And he seems totally oblivious to, to that fact and it, I, i'm not at all i'm sweating like anything right you know? right <laughs> and and he just finishes off the conversation with me and i said oh listen anyway i should let you go you're holding up everybody and he goes oh yeah but not you know thanks so much and whatever and it was really sweet and everything and i was like kind of just as sweaty uh, not 18 or anymore or whatever but probably like 21 or something do you know what i mean young and yeah green and everything and he was yeah just had all the time world and didn't mind stopping the world for me. Do you know what I mean? So uh, he's yeah, great. I was thought, I'm a huge oh, yeah. fan. I'm a huge fan. I've always been a huge fan. I think he's, I, I, that first album was amazing. I got into him because I, all I heard was that this guy Beck, I'm like, who the, to my friends, I was like, who's that? And they're like, he's friends with the Beastie Boys. And I'm like, well, I'm already listening to him then. If he, <laughs> if he does stuff with the Beastie Boys during that time, when that came yeah. out, I think was that like check your head 
I think was like Beastie Boys time. And I'm like, I loved the beats they were using. Yeah, yeah. And then well, I heard that loser by back. Yeah. And it was those beats that drew me to back. And then I found out how brilliant he was. And I was like, amazing. <laughs> yeah. It becomes like like I love artists where you where you're drawn in because something seems like so cool and unique. And then you realize there's this whole like universe of stuff to to like investigate to this person and back. Oh, it's like, the best. Even from the beginning, Beck was kind of like that because he had all that independent stuff, like yeah. uh, Satan. Satan, uh, Satan made me a taco, and MTV makes me want to smoke crack, and all of that stuff. That was, you know, really cool. Yeah, and that was the time for all that stuff. Going, oh like, yeah, I love the way that you know the 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 era really pushed you towards like the the crappier recorded, smaller label. It did. Know, uh, into the small venue to find your, you know, it really did put, and, you know, good God rest him, you know, Kurt, you know, he has a big, you know, he wasn't busy saying, oh, yeah, I loved this band and this. He was saying this obscure band and this obscure thing and come on, meet puppets, come and play this yeah. thing with us. Do you know what I mean? And Absolutely. Kind of like it was all about that. It was about going to the record store and, like, finding, like, let's say you did, you were like, I'm going to go uh, Allison Chains. You'd go yeah. to Allison Chain section, and then in the back there'd be the bootleg stuff or yeah. the really weird imported stuff. You don't find that anymore. Like it would be a recording of like you know like uh, the Rooster that was like just vocals or like a like it's I just the record but you had fairs. to find it. Yeah, I used to do the record fairs quite hardcore oh, when I was younger. So fun! Like a, as a as a Prince fan, it becomes like a like oh you have to do the record fairs because like Prince bootlegs there so much stuff like they haven't they still haven't released so much stuff I know that, like I mean I yeah I, it's it's insane really yeah and so that that was that opened up that and then once you get into other bands as well you start getting I mean even early things like I was into U2 when I was quite young and and yeah. that became like a, you know oh I've got this U2 bootleg with like the early versions of all the Upton baby sessions and stuff like that. And it's just like when you're young in a band and getting in your first band, you're like, Oh, I can hear the sessions of the writing of, do you know what I mean? It's Absolutely. Like, like education. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, totally. rock school. that's the rock school that, you know, that we went to. You know? It really is. It really is. I remember like getting, who was the box set that had all the crazy B sides and everything? Was it Floyd? It was like, remember, it became like in the 90s, it became like this thing where these bands were putting out these box sets. Oh, yeah. And, then and there the was pumpkins. always these really weird, the Beatles did. You know, the pumpkins. Oh, yeah, the anthology thing. Yeah, yeah, the anthology thing was huge. Like, I bought my mum all the videos and we watched all of them together. And that was like a big deal. I've got, I've done quite a few Beatles, um, like tribute things in Liverpool for Beatle Week and stuff. And that's like a whole other trip. Like, it's just like a week full of just, Beatles everywhere and Beatles fans oh. invading the whole of Liverpool and it's like and then you'll go and like I, I'd be like a southerner going up with this band that I pulled together of southerners and we'd be traveling to Liverpool to play the Beatles music for Liverpudlian people in oh, like so some like fun, either the, the, the Cavern or St George's Hall or the Royal Philharmonic in Liverpool and stuff like really kind of like sh shit your pants gigs you yeah know? no kidding yeah but great ones but amazing like memorable like some of them are on um on my youtube and stuff and like like i'm not even like even if you remove me entirely from the thing like the guitarist is amazing the pianist is 
brilliant you know what I mean like everybody's just so good and so I can kind of watch these things and kind of like not even look at me and just be sure. going, look at look at how well you guys did that bit you know I think that's one of the things that gets missed when people are like my band is amazing I don't you're not talking about yourself particularly do you know what I mean you're talking about <laughs> the, the noise that those guys especially if you're the singer because you get that rare and if you're a wild singer who goes out because you get to hear what your band actually really sound like out from the audience. And I'm not kidding. Smilex were amazing. Like be not because of me or whatever, but because. No, I know what you're saying. I could you're just say it. Those and guys like, this is the best band. Yeah. What was the made of the stuff you like? Do you know what I mean? So it doesn't Absolutely. Make sense. What's the uh, Lee and what's the CD? What was the first CD you ever first bought? CD uh, that that'd be Batman '89. Uh, you know the Batman '89 soundtrack, the Prince. I had it. Prince songs. That that was uh, that was yeah. I mean, like a, what a great first CD. Anyway, I think I already had it on cassette before, and that was just like cassette. I, wore I had it the single, the single of Bat Dance. Right, lush. Yeah, I, I think was, on the I, other side was nine. What, what was it? Was it called Ninety Nine Balloons? Two, was it Two Hundred Balloons? Yeah, Two Hundred balloons. balloons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the um, I've I've I I obviously bought it since then. I was living in South Africa at the time, and we only had the album chart, and you could only really get albums. And occasionally there'd be like a um maxi single, yeah, and you pay you'd pay well over the odds for it, and just to hear like seven versions of the same tune. And uh, the two that I really I I remember buying in South Africa that I really played to death, and my my family must be either love those songs or hate those songs is a uh, new power generation. The song um, by oh, yeah. Prince uh, from graffiti bridge and that, that had a long single with tons of different versions of it and an original version of the song, get off kind of in a way or a kind of seedling for it. And the other one was you two mysterious ways, which had mm -hmm. like just like six or seven straight remixes of just the set. It's all right. It's all right. Just going on and on. And, you know, they, they do that. Dude, that was another thing like, that was happening. They were doing like mad remixes of things. Like oh, you yeah, were just yeah. like, I, all right. Well, well, quick fix. Uh, kind of, you can see that we're kind of inspired by that because we've got like on our all our Bandcamp stuff has like loads of extra remixes. It's like, pretty cool uh, though. That's us. fun. And, yeah, to be honest, some of them. Are you know, I, I hands up admit some of them I like more than like my original song that's been remixed and stuff. Huh. And some of them, some of them bring something to a song that you're just like, whoa! I just wouldn't have ever thought they'd be like that. You know, it's really cool because I have this great perspective running the label because I'm just a fan of the thing, and then yeah. something else changes from that, and I get to be a fan reacting to that. But I'm kind of in the mix of going like, well, I think they'd be good do you know what I mean so you get to when I was younger I devised this whole version of War of the Worlds in about 90 I want to say six or seven um that was it was going to be all the bands that were like big at the time and it was going to be like Radiohead and oh and, uh, cool Tricky and Massive Attack and Portishead and very kind yeah. of trippy, Prodigy um you know and they were going to redo all the songs I thought Tricky doing the Red Weeds would be really good and oh yes you know, and like, um, you know, a chances of anything coming from Mars by the Prodigy or something would be like almost like an out of space kind of. Oh, read. yeah. Oh, you know that would be like, like, so good. Um, Tom York doing all of Phil Lynott's bits and uh, Beth Gibbons from Portishead doing all the female, the main female bits and add other 
Rolls Goldie doing a bit of something on there as well. Oh. Like it's like it's a proper it's a proper night. It must have been ninety seven. I feel like because it sounds like it to me. Oh, I was into every single one of those bands. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every yeah, single like, one of them. Something. And I kind of now I just get to do that, but just not with those guys. With yeah, with what I have to kind of work with and everything. So it's you know it's cool. It's like my Lee, own version. What song are we going to play after the interview? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, you've got a rock audience, so I'd like it to be something heavy. Do you want um, do you want punky or do you want like kind of fat and heavy? Punky, because the okay. show the show that that is programmed for today is pretty punk heavy. We got like crazy bands, the nuts, the crime scene cleaners, like it's the shock balls. Okay, wicked, but do um do jabs because I've got a lot of good feedback on that. And um it's like I don't know, I don't know what's controversial anymore these days, being honest, but like the whole idea of the um the whole idea behind the song was that the whole concept behind the jabs ended up kind of tribalizing us and turning us against each other. And and it's about a lot of the kind of like during this pandemic, you've got like a time where people should have been kind of and for a while it looked like we were. And I think some of us did. But no, uh, you're is, right. This is for radio. I mean, come together in case my hand gestures. <laughs> but um, but you no, know, they'll like, see this. They'll see this video. They'll see us. Okay, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This hand so gesture. But, I did, but it's together. true. Yeah. It's and, true. And we, we did not come us. together so many excuses to fight and uh and the vaccination itself became a huge uh beefing point so is is taking the word jabs and uh you know oh, kind of yeah. the fact that it it's also uh, a punching move and so yeah it's basically this kind of, you know, we're all taking jabs at each other basically and yeah. i love it so, so yeah so before we go, I want to make sure that you get the information out there for the people where they can hear the new stuff or whatever you got coming up next. So give it to me. They they uh, need wow, to know. Yeah. They they need to know. <laughs> well, if you, if they do need to know, then they do. Say, yeah. So first and foremost, check out quickfixrecordings.com. Whole load of great bands. You hear a lot of them on the show anyway. Thank you so much for all the support. Um, oh yeah, brother. Love the music. Yeah, uh, you've got great taste. So, you know, it seems like we're onto a good thing. Um, Always. But yeah, so the, the quick fix and find us on social media. And there's tons of great bands. I won't bother naming all of them. You can check it all out. There's a little playlist as soon as you land on our website anyway. So of a like little taster kind of thing. Uh, myself, the album's called Pandemoria's Box. Concept album is out on Bandcamp at the moment. It'll be streaming early next year sometime. Um, I don't put a priority on streaming because it's not gonna don't really give me any money it's just like a thing that can happen whenever it happens and then that we find you know what i mean but i don't yeah. want to like i don't put a lot of like oh my god i've got to go on streaming i've got to push this you right. know agenda of spotify and like do you know what i mean it'll be on there so that people can all hear i want this album to it's supposed to communicate something to people so i do want it out there but i'm just not falling over myself i got shit right. to do you know what i mean well, we'll play, <laughs> what we'll do is right before you release it just let me know when you're gonna and we'll yeah yeah great yeah that, day, you know. that friday to give it a little extra yeah. a little extra but it's, yeah it's, it's on Bandcamp now and um and people can get it there or, or just listen to it you know what i mean so um and yeah it's called pandemora's box i've also put out a companion thing of all the instrumentals and just before new year if i get it done in time uh, um i'm gonna put out like a little kind of alternative mixes 
thing where it's like you know it's like a drum bassy kind of mix and a dubby kind of mix and some stuff like that so you know and that's like alternative versions of all of it so the whole project should be wrapped up by the end of the year and that and that's a lee lee christian.bandcamp.com and you know i'm lee christogram because someone said about prince i was saying about Instagram. someone said you should call yourself lee christogram i was like fine i love it <laughs> why not man people anything i think people think it's a christ reference though but it's just because my name's lee christian do you know what i mean but it's christmas it's like, real. <laughs> you know my last yeah. name's deal what am i gonna do what am i gonna do yeah. not be called it exactly so yeah it is. have a great christmas dude you too my brother we will talk to you soon uh until then yeah have a good new year have a great next yeah, thanks year thanks so much for having me uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to always you. a blast i love talking to you my man <laughs> wicked awesome not enough hours in the day for it cool man take that's care that's right later brother look after yourself and peace to all of you all of you paying attention thank you later boy. time for your top f and 10 yeah it's the eve christmas eve eve top fucking 10 that's right. It's the Eve of the Eve. Eve at Eve. Is that technically Devil's Night? or is Eve, Eve squared. Yeah. I don't know what is the Christmas Angel. version of Devil's Night is. It's Angel's Night, right? No, actually, Christmas Eve would be Devil's Night if we were going. Oh, on. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Angel's Night, right? Cherub's Night. It's the night before the holiday. Yeah, right. Duh. That's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still, you know, feels good. Feels good. It's, you know, we're right. But we're, the thing is, it happened to be that the show fell right on the day before because people are going to be too busy Christmas Eve. Yeah. See, they're going to be cooking the ham or, you know, prepping the turkey, which is a dumb idea, by the way. Why do you have turkey? Come on now. Get, you know, I guess we up. all make our own the game time decision. With the, it's true. More That's of a ham. True. We used to get the Italian ham. You know, hell, yeah. hell yes. With rosemary on it. And the, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got to go that route. Yeah, you got to do that. Maybe a little bit of you got a pasta dish, right? You I agree. Yeah, I agree. Salad. It does seem more Christmassy, the Christmas ham. Yeah, that's what we, we used to do. And, uh, you know, you get some meatballs. We get the Swedish meatballs and a ham. You got to get there's always other things that go with it. But yeah, the yeah. ham, it is. It is way more. When I think Christmas, I do think ham more than way more than turkey or anything else. Absolutely. Like I remember ziti. I, we'd go to the Italian, you know, our Italian friend's house in uh, Christmas Eve. Fucking ziti. Oh, my God. Duh. Yeah. God damn it. it was so, so many good. good foods. That's another. That's a great thing about the holidays is the amount of amazing food. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Just going to like if you just even go to your, a simple Christmas party just with friends. Yeah. Everybody makes outrageously awesome shit. Deviled eggs, like what? Who weird dips. Fucking, weird dip, man. Who made you the like? Can go cheese? in. You're just like, you know what? I'm gonna go in to this <laughs> Christmas party, and my goal this year is to see how many dips I can try. It's extravagant too. It's you'll never like a normal. Sweet, dip. You'll get savory. Yeah, you get like olives in there. Like what the? Who the fuck put an olive in here? Good job. I'll get it though, and then yeah. and then that's not even starting with if you were just like. All right, only cookies. Oh, yeah. Oh, You're done. Fuck. You're done, dude. Someone brings a tamale pie. Like, who's smoking the crap? Who's Everybody, smoking the good crap? Even the, even the store-bought cookies are good at a Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. Bring, bring in a fucking Dutch, Pennsylvania Dutch cookie. 
like a chocolate cookie. I'm like, what? This is too chocolatey. Uh, but you know, I, I'm like, it's fucking Christmas, all right. You know, you know what you got to do with stuff like that is I always walk around with a little plate, and you got to half it, and then move on a little bit, and then yep. come back to the other half with the. That's why you carry around the mini plate. That's right. You get you literally. Oh, someone didn't take my sliver. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my sliver. Okay. Yeah. Someone thought I just bit it and put it back or something. I always always cut. Because it's like, I think it's, you know what I mean? If you got to leave half of something out there, just cut it because otherwise you're wasting. Don't and if waste. you're wasting, that means somebody like, let's say it was something you're not, you're not, you didn't know. You didn't know you ate half, like <clears throat> it was a coconut cookie and you don't like coconut. Yeah. You didn't know there was coconut in it. Well, so if someone else loves coconut and you wasted a whole cookie, cut it, cut it in half. That's right. There's a chocolate this is my chip. Christmas gift. There's a chocolate chip cookie with all red. M&M's because it's Christmas, duh. Or maybe a couple green sparsed in there. And then you just wasted it by biting it. And throw it. it into the trash can. Cut but it. You, yeah. What are you doing? I can't. Dinner? How many times have you walked up to some super awesome Christmas decadent freaking dessert and been like, oh, my God, what is that? You know, like rum, Double chocolate fudge lava, whatever. There's no way you're going to be able to eat a whole fucking piece of that. Absolutely not. Don't even try. You know, if you have a significant other, sure. Yeah, that's if okay. You... That's two people though. But yeah. if it's just if it's just by yourself, you're going solo, or you know your significant other is like, don't even get that near me because I'll <laughs> <Don't> vomit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Upshot. Just City. take a sliver or a half. Yeah. Good. No. Yeah. That's perfect. You don't need that much. Okay. And then you, you can try a little bit of everything. So you got some nog. You got some fucking, you know, what do you call that? Some uh, macadamia nut fucking, I don't know. Bread. I mean, that's a thing, I'm sure. Yeah, Any <laughs> macadamia nut, what? Who cares? Yeah, Chocolate know. cookie dip. It's Chocolate all fucking yeah. good. But you could dip a chip in that fucking thing. Anything. Yeah. I'm hungry now, man. I'm hungry for dessert, and I don't really eat that many desserts. Yeah, I don't. That's why. But during no. the holidays, I do fruit cake. That's what I was thinking of. Fruit cake. Fruit cake. I want to try it. I haven't tried one yet. Oh, I'll get one. Let's fucking do it. OK, I'm going to look when I'm at the when I go to the grocery store next time. It'll probably be right after Christmas. Yeah. So I know they'll have them like discounted. That's right. All right. Because it's just it's just, a you know, it's just like anything else. And I'll just buy us one and we'll try it on the show. Let's just do I've had them. I've had them my whole life because I told you my dad actually liked them. So like yeah, every right. year I would have a every year I'd have to try the one he got because people would really buy him expensive, like really nice ones. Really. And nice one ones. time he got this one and it was like. a, It had liquor in it, that's for sure. Yeah. But the but that's not what made it so good. It's part of what made it so good. But it was really, really moist and and. Then it all worked. I was like, this is actually a good fruit. This is like a good one. I might have been an Italian one from the Italian market. I don't know. I don't remember. But it was yeah. a good fruit cake. And out of all the ones I ever ate, that was like the only one I really thought was like I would have eaten way more if it wasn't his favorite thing. You got to trust the Italians with that type of stuff for sure. I think they put liquor in it. No, they do. No, they do. Well, that's the go to when something doesn't taste good. I'm pretty sure if you put enough liquor on a turd, you could eat it. Sweet vermouth. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. But yeah. like it just was really it was just a really uh, moist cake. So whoever 
you know, they made it. It wasn't dry because that's one of the fruitcake jokes yes. is that it's so dry. So it's you're eating like it's like, like a brick, a brick. Yeah. You're eating just like cake brick. Yeah. Yeah. Like but it, but like no, man, drywall. we're going to get I'm going to try to find a decent one because they'll be, you know, it would be half off or more because no one eats fruitcake during the season, let alone after. Good point. Yeah. Like the fruit cake, the fruit cake of the, the how many how many fruit cakes are eaten during during Christmas in this country? Like two hundred. Okay, how many after the zero? Like <laughs> zero. no one likes them. Negative. They're just throwing them out. There's yeah, they just it's just almost like garland. Yeah, like you could just put it there to like oh look at it's look at oh you got a you got a fruit cake yeah like a tree like it's just like a piece of ornament. Right. It's like the oranges. You know, they dry out oranges. They just put them out. You know, no one's eating those things. They just look cool. But yeah. I'm going to find us a good one. Oh, let's do it. With yeah, liquor in it. Because I know it'll be on sale. So it'll be right in the show's budget. If You, <laughs> you know that place Pinocchio's has it. Down Magnolia. And Monte oh, Carlo, yeah. That Italian deli. For sure they do. They have some crazy shit in there. Yeah. Pinocchio's does for sure. I just bought boxed wine from there. And they're like, it's fucking cheap. It was great. Was it? Yeah, it was great. I, I used to get coffee from there all the time because they have all the Italian coffees. Fucking good coffee. I've always got coffee. It's a great place. It's a great. I place. still go there to eat at least once a month. Good. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Monte Carlo. They made it through the, the you know the COVID. So oh easy. Place had people in it every time I've gone since. Every great Italian place. Everybody. Jay Leno. If you get, I don't even mind saying it because that's so good. Yeah. Exactly. No, and you fine. go up and you get your stuff on a tray and everything. Yeah. That'd be a good place to go if, like, on Christmas Eve, if you didn't have anywhere to go. Perfect. If they're, they're open. Onion. Oh, no, I think they are. Yeah. Because I'm I've sure gotten... they have special, like, Christmas dinner packages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, they do. I'm sure. You know, I don't know where this is going. We're supposed to be saying happy holidays and a Merry Christmas <laughs> to everyone. And to have big beers. We're not here to push Pinocchios. Yep. So identify the Pinocchios as a great restaurant and move on to, hey, big beers and cheers, everybody, and big eggnogs. Don't mix them together unless it's in your stomach. Uh, enjoy. Did we, do, did we do the top 10? No, we didn't even do it. Oh, you you want to do it? Yeah, we got to do it. I think we have it. time. Yeah, we have time. You ready? That. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, no, right, yeah, I'm we did saying, it. We did, did we it. Do it? Yeah, because like, I said number 10 was Kittenhead Fa-la-la. That's how this whole stupid tangent started. Okay, cool. Yeah, all right. Wait, didn't I? No, I didn't. We didn't do it. Oh, because that was on the that set That was the list. end of the set list. Oh, yeah, we got we got, we got one minute. Are you guys right, ready? Yeah, this, you ready? This is going to be fucking awesome. All, all right. right. Time for the top F and 10. Here we go. Number 10 is from uh, the set list from last week. Is my yeah. high with skin tight. Number nine, Lonnie Claire with Flacco fakes. Number eight, Kill Cody was so long. Number seven is Coastal Fire Department with Gentlemen. And number six is Coastal Fire Department with Gouge Away. Wow. Number five is The Posers with Nonstop. Punk. Yeah. Number four is Saturn, 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 Don't Ever Change. Number three, Jane Lee Hooker with Lucky. Number yeah. two, Year of the Dragon, Take Control. And yeah. number one, for a third week, I believe, Win the Brain with Bad Friend. That is your top 10 for yeah. episode 255. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Woo! There's like six people. I love it. I love it.
call that a fucking uh, candy cane. A candy cane. Shut them the end.
Despite 